Welcome to a new creation podcast. I'm Phyllis and thank you for joining me today. Every episode of a new creation podcast is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new and it is from God. As we continue to experience the uniqueness of this year, we recognize what an extraordinary year 2020 has been. When I reflect on what a dear friend said to me when I sent her a Happy New Year greeting on January 1st, 2020, it brings everything into focus for this year. She responded when I sent her a greeting, 2020, year of clear vision. When I read the message, my response was like Elizabeth, who's a relative of Mary, the mother of Jesus, and it gives an account in the Gospel of Luke when something happened between Mary and Elizabeth when Mary went to visit her. In Luke chapter 1, and it's verse 41, it's the NIV version of the scripture. I'll read you the account. It describes the encounter that they had when Mary greeted Elizabeth. The scripture reads, When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. That's exactly how I felt when my friend said to me, and she said it through a message. Hear the terminology I'm using. She said to me, the message was so profound and it was so relevant and it so resonated with me. It was as if I heard it. When she said 2020, year of clear vision, I knew I had heard from God. See, there are times when you know when you've heard from God. And as I said before, it was such a profound statement the prophet proclaimed. It was a prophetic announcement from God, and he was speaking from the commanding heights. He was speaking from heaven. And when God speaks, he expects a response. Immediately, when my inner man heard her declaration, like Elizabeth, I responded in my spirit. As I said, it resonated within me. It resonated within my inner man. I began to meditate on that prophetic declaration. I meditated on that word from the Lord for weeks, and I continue to meditate on that word even today, 2020, the year of clear vision. The Holy Spirit continues ministering to me as I've been journeying through the year 2020. The title of today's A New Creation podcast is Clear Vision. Let's begin by defining the word vision as it relates to, to its use in the Bible. I used a source Bible study tools to define the word vision. And in the Bible study tools definition, it says that vision in both the Old Testament and the New Testament have to do with seeing and perceiving. So the word vision is related to how you see and how you perceive. And then it broke it down in terms of the Hebrew pronunciation of vision or the Hebrew meaning, and I'll give you the pronunciation, as well as the Greek meaning and pronunciation because the Old Testament was written in Hebrew and Aramaic 
and the New Testament is written primarily in Greek, but there's some Aramaic in it also. So I'm giving you both both terms, so you have both the Old Testament term and the New Testament term. So with the Old Testament, the word provision, the Hebrew word, is ra'ah, ra'ah, and you spell it R-A, and there's an accent, A-H, ra'ah, which means simply to look or to see. So it's simply to look or to see. That's ra'ah, and that's the Hebrew term in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, it's called Horaho, and you spell it H-O-R-A-H-O, Horaho, and it means to see, observe, or perceive, and to see with the eyes. Also, to see with the mind. That's very interesting. We can actually see with our minds, and that means that sometimes the Lord may share something with you, and though you may not see it with your physical eyes, your mind's eye can see it. I've had that to happen to me on many occasions. Something that the Lord spoke to me or put in my heart that will come to pass. And I can actually see it in my mind before it actually physically manifests. So again, with the Greek term, horoho, we're talking about seeing with the mind. Again, it relates to having a clear vision clear vision. God wants us to see clearly. Now, when we see with the mind, it's to perceive or to know or to become acquainted. That's what it means to see with the mind. And to perceive, it means to identify by means of your senses, to recognize or to discern. So when we're talking about a clear vision, God wants us to see with clarity. See what he reveals to us with clarity and, and make it very, he's going to make it very clear to us. But keep in mind, when we're dealing with a vision, talking about a clear vision, which is what our, our title for today's podcast is, we're talking about when God places something before us, seeing it from his perspective, making sure that it's clear. It's clear in your mind. It's clear when you discern it. It's clear when you see it physically. God wants us to be able to communicate with him with clarity. And so when he gives us a vision about something, it can be either a vision that you see in your dream, because sometimes God may show you visions in your dream, or sometimes visions you can see when you, when you are awake. You don't necessarily have to be dreaming. So God wants us to be able to see, not just because 2020, it's a year of clear vision, as my friend said. But just being able to, cl to clearly see what God is showing you at any time, it's important to him. We can have clear vision, which is a greater understanding of what you see, greater clarity in what God is revealing to you. And we also have clarity of vision. Clarity is our focus. What are we focusing on? Clarity is focused when it gets clearer and clearer. God is communicating truth and revealing who he is in ways he has not done before in previous times. So it's very important that we see him clearly, that we hear, we hear even, you even have to hear with clarity 
But today we'll be speaking about vision, being able to, to visualize what that God, what it is that God is putting before your eyes. Let's take a look at the scripture that speaks to this. Second Corinthians chapter three and verse 18. And I'm going to read the New King James Version of the scripture. It actually illustrates how the Holy Spirit is transforming those of us in Christ from glory to glory. And it reads, But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Very important scripture, because as we apply clear vision, as we see with clarity that which God places before us, we will be going from glory to glory in him. He's taken us to new levels and new dimensions in him. And that's why I said earlier, moving forward, 2020 and beyond for the next 10 years or so, we can say the next era in God, God will continue to reveal to us many sides of him, many dimensions in him that we've never experienced before. So it's important that we see him with clarity. We know when we're seeing him. We know when he's communicating to us. We know when it is something that he wants to put before us. Because whatever it is he's putting before us, it is for his glory. And it's generally for someone else. It's what he wants us to do for others. Now, as I talk about going from glory to glory, it's very comparable to a mystery as applied biblically, which means mystery as in the Bible when it applies mystery. Now, one of the definitions of mystery in the Bible is something revealed that was previously hidden in past times. Hear what I said. A mystery, one of the mysteries in the Bible is something revealed that was previously hidden in past times. We are entering dimensions in God we must recognize him in ways we've never known him to be, in places and circumstances beyond our comprehension. And the reason why that's very important is because as we see, as we look around and we see what's happening in our nation and in the nations of the world, is heightened spiritual activity. We see things that we've never seen before manifesting. There's heightened warfare. There's two kingdoms that are battling for the souls of men. We have the kingdom of God, God's kingdom, and we have the kingdom of darkness. There is an enemy who wants to destroy this nation. The thief cometh not but to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So it's very important as we move forward in new dimensions in God, as God shows us different dimensions in him, that we're aligned with him that we are seeing him clearly and as he's, as he's revealing things to us, that we have clarity and understanding. Very important. The question is, what are you to do with what you see? Will you follow God's instructions? Even if you're in a place of exile, the reason why I brought up the word exile and being in a place of exile, the example that the Holy Spirit gave me to share today is an example of someone who is in exile. Let's take a look at the scripture here. We'll take a look at Exodus and it's chapter three and it's verses one through four. And I'm going to read the amplified version of the scripture. 
and it reads, Now Moses was keeping the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led his flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, which is Sinai, the mountain of God. The angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing flame of fire from the midst of the bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush was on fire, yet it was not consumed. So Moses said, I must turn away from the flock and see this great sight, why the bush is not burned up. And when the Lord saw that he turned away from the flock to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. Talking about clear vision. This example is an example of when Moses had left Egypt because for the first 40 years of his life, he was raised in Pharaoh's home and he was Pharaoh's, he was as if he was Pharaoh's son, he was Pharaoh's daughter's son. And so Moses grew up learning all about Egyptian culture. And as a matter of fact, he was actually being groomed to possibly be the, the next Pharaoh. But because he killed an Egyptian, he had to flee and he had to flee for his life. And so he went to Midian, which is where he was here. And he really was an exile. He lived in Midian for 40 years. So he had 40 years that he was in Egypt and then 40 years in Midian. So Moses was 80 years old when this happened. And Moses basically, Moses basically had resigned that he would be there for the rest of his life living in Midian. And he was somewhat in exile. But God saw Moses and he called Moses. And though Moses felt as if his life was taking a different turn, he probably felt that he'd never be used by God again. God used Moses. He called Moses for the children of Israel to, to lead them out of Egyptian bondage. Now let's take a look at the scripture a little closer here. He was keeping the flock of his father-in-law. He was in Midian and the angel of the Lord appeared before him. Now in chapter, in verse two, it says, Again, with Exodus chapter three, verse two here, it says, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing flame of fire from the midst of a bush. And he looked and behold, the bush was on fire, yet it was not consumed. Moses looked, he looked at the bush and he saw that it was burning, but it wasn't being consumed. Moses said, and this was very key here. He said, I must turn away from the flock and see this great sight while the bush is not burned up. Moses perceived something there. So he turned away from what he was doing and turned to pay attention to that which God wanted him to pay attention to. And the Lord watched Moses because in the next, next scripture it says, when the Lord saw that he turned away from the flock to look, that's when he called out to Moses. What are we saying here? Or what am I saying here? I'm saying when God calls you, to do something. He watches for your response. And that's why I said earlier, when my friend made that statement, year 2020, the year of clear vision, and it resonated that the Lord was speaking through her. I responded, God speaks to you for a response. And Moses responded here. And when Moses responded, it said, when God saw that Moses looked, he saw it. 
He turned away from one assignment with the flock to the the assignment, which is the assignment that God wanted him to have. Moses perceived his vision was very clear. He perceived there was something unusual going on there. And because he did, God could use him. And when he called him Moses, Moses, Moses said to him, he said, here I am, clear vision. Moses had clarity in his vision because he was waiting to hear the assignment that God had for him. Talking about clear vision. We have to see and we must see beyond what is in front of us. We also have to see beyond what's behind us and even what's surrounding us in the present in order to see God, in order to have clear vision. Remember, God is outside of time. He's in Kairos and we're in Kronos. So he's not restricted by time or space. He's always was, always is, and he is to come. He's always moving us forward towards our future. We're never to be stagnant. We're always to be open to God and his move and what he wants to do in our lives. Let's take another look of an example in scripture of someone who had a clear vision. And it's a little different of an example than what we did with Moses. It's found in Acts chapter 9, and it's in verses 10 through 15, and it's the NIV version of scripture that I'm going to read. And it reads, in Damascus, there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called him in a vision, Ananias. Now listen, listen to that. The Lord called him in a vision. He called his name Ananias. Yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, go to the house of Judas on Straight Street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. In the vision, he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Amen and amen. In this example, God came to Ananias in a vision and he spoke to him and he spoke to him about Saul of Tarsus. He actually gave him an assignment and there was a dialogue going on between Ananias and the Lord. And what was very interesting about this example is that Ananias felt comfortable enough to explain to the Lord his reluctance. But again, being able to see clearly. Even in this particular case, this was an actual vision. Remember one of the examples of vision is, is that it will be something that, that either it's in your mind's eye or it can be something that actually takes place here. In this particular case, the scripture tells us that God gave him a vision. He actually had a vision. In a vision, God came to him, Ananias, to give him his assignment. What am I saying? Sometimes God would choose to come in a vision. Sometimes he comes to us 
in a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom. Sometimes he comes to us or we, we can see him through scripture. And sometimes we can see him through sermons. God is God and he knows the way in which he wants to, to speak to his people. Clear vision is so important. It's important for us to be able to, to see God with clarity in order to know what to do. In this times, the times we're in and the times to come, we must know what to do. And in order to know what to do, we can only know what to do in God and in him alone. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7, it reads, Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. One thing about vision, with vision comes understanding. Talking about clear vision. When your vision is clear and your vision is coming from God, understanding comes with it. And understanding is important in the days ahead and the days that we're currently living in. We must see with the inner eye. And they're the eyes of great faith. And eyes in which we trust in our God. I thank you for joining me today in today's podcast. Clear vision is what the Lord wants us to have. And he's leading me now to ask some of you who may not know him, who may not be in a relationship with him, who may not even know where to start to have a clear vision of him speaking to you. I'm speaking to you right now. Heavenly Father, every person right now that does not know you, Lord, I pray that they will hear you speaking through me. They will hear the Holy Spirit speaking to me. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. And God, for those right now who may not be a part, God, of your household of faith, God, I pray that through this message today about clear vision, God, that they come running to you and they say, what must I do to be saved? And I say, believe on the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Thank you for joining me today for today's A New Creation podcast. Remember, a new creation is here to teach you to how to apply the word of God to your everyday life. Thank you.